You are now tuned into the Fusebox Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. Syndicated worldwide to bring real, real black radio back to the masses. All right, everybody, one, two, one, two, what's going on? You're now in tune to another session of the syndicated worldwide fuse box radio broadcast, bringing you a weekly three-hour block of what we call 21st century black radio to the masses, which is a mixture of old and new school music representing the black diaspora all over the world of hip-hop, soul, funk, jazz, reggae, and more, as well as news, commentary, and interviews. On the mix and commentary end, you got myself, DJ Fusion. On the side, you got my bro, who's the same. And I'll have him go ahead and introduce himself. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, this is a song of our Black Hawkman. Greetings to the whole world, galaxy, solar system. Peace of love, Fusebox Radio, Adam again. Yes, indeed, DJ Fusion, what's the deal? I'm doing all right, doing all right. Glad as always to be continuing our tradition here since 1998, rocking the house and being a part of Folks Live. We deeply appreciate y'all for checking us out each and every single week by whatever means and mode you have, whether it's your favorite local FM station, community radio station, internet radio station, um, music or cultural website of choice. Or just through your podcast means, whether you're iTunes subscribers, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, and, you know, more. Whichever your favorite music RSS feeder or streamer site of choice is. And, um, yeah, we got a few things, as always, to get into this week. Got a nice mix of music from the vault, as well as some new joints. As well as a bit of um, commentary from our ends on some news items that happened this week. And our regular guest segment from the folks over at Black Agenda Report with Glenn Ford. Shouts out to them. And as we always say, we appreciate all of our old school listeners who've been down from jump or pretty early in the game. We appreciate everybody who's new who, by a month each or the other, decided to go ahead and um, check us out. And for those who are brand new listeners, well, um, just to give a quick introduction about how the format of the show is. At the beginning, we go through our promo spiel and our commentary and things like that. And then uh, both myself and Asal Ra go ahead and get into the music mix part of things. So let's go right ahead and do that. First and foremost on the promo, and you can always check out what's going on with us over at our official website, including how to submit music to the radio show, brief history of the show, um, episodes of the show, upcoming events, and plenty more. And our official website is FuseBoxRadioOnline.com, F-U-S-E-B-O-X-R-A-D-I-O-O-N-L-I-N-E.com. Our official blog site is BlackRadioIsBack.com, where besides um, show updates and things of that nature, we post up various news items and things of interest. And through that site, you can also check out in detail all the wonderful broadcast affiliates that spread our grooves and vibes to the world. And if you're on the social network again, the vast majority of our social network ends with slash Fusebox Radio. So YouTube.com slash Fusebox Radio, Twitter.com slash Fusebox Radio, so forth and so on. 
on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Fusebox Radio goes to my personal site, which I don't mind anybody joining, really. I'm not being too insane on there, so I really don't care. But we're trying to up our likes on our Facebook, so you can go to our Facebook.com slash Fusebox Radio Show, which is just one straight word. Hit that um, like button, hit a little thumbs up, and you'll get more straight up show updates and things of that nature via that particular page. As always, shout out to our friends over at ohelnall, ohnblog.com, and Planetil, planetil.com for being a part of the music and cultural writing stash and crews for the past few years. And um, let me see here. I think on the promo end, that's it. We got a few events coming up in the month of September and October. We'll definitely be detailing more as time goes by. There's two major joints that definitely want to go ahead and mention. On top of the monthly DC rap events that happen with the One versus Mini Crew, you can go to DCRap.com or OneVSM.com for more info on those if you're in the DC metro area. Um, we got two big shows that we can announce right now so we had to get some things locked down. For September, we are going to be a part again of the DC Green Festival. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's pretty awesome. Shout out to all of that great crew who's going ahead and doing their thing on that end and stuff. You can go to greenfestivals.org and then you click on the DC tab for more info. The detailed um, schedule listing should be up soon, but we did lock that down. So if you come through, definitely um, say hi and everything to us there. And also in October... Um, we're going to be representing at the Marine Corps Marathon. So all of y'all runners and spectators and stuff, um, we're locking down our, where we're going to be mile-wise and everything. But we're going to be providing some tunes to get people amped during their 38th annual um, goings-on at that annual event. And, you know, that's definitely pretty cool. And more and more to come. So, you know, as always, we're definitely uh, blessed to be able to get things done. We appreciate everybody who looks at what we do and has us be a part of all types of varying events for the community. And we're always down for more. So through the website, you can always um, hit us up and make inquiries on that end as well. And let me see here. I think on the announcement end at that moment... That's about it. So let's go ahead and get to a few um, pertinent news stories before we go and um, get into the music mix. First and foremost, this week while we're broadcasting is the beginning weekend that's commemorating the 50th anniversary of the March on Washington. Yep, yep, yep. Yes, indeed. And I'm um, living in the D.C. metro area. It's been cool seeing all the preparations and lineups for this particular event. A lot of folks would also commemorate the March on Washington as when Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. made his famous I Had a Dream speech. Now, it's one of those things you look at in terms of how far we've come and how far we definitely have to go in this country in terms of civil rights in general, but particularly for civil rights for black Americans. Because while we have this 50th anniversary um, celebration and commemoration going on, we got to look at all the people who are trying to turn back the hands of time. That's right. And through the past few months, we've unfortunately seen that a lot. 
whether it's been the Supreme Court's recent ruling striking down parts of the Voting Rights Act to various um, local jurisdictions throughout different states, just showing that they're not really fans of black Americans being equal Americans. Being treated as regular human beings, but it's essentially all I think anybody's civil rights movements are really about. And to see this type of thing still happening shows that we got to really steal ourselves and continue to march forward, not get complacent in terms of, well, we got these few things, we got to be quiet. And um, if we're quiet, everybody will dig and like us, because that's never happened in the history of black America. That's right. That's right. Complacency has made man one step towards real progress. Not just in terms of big picture progress, even in terms of individual progress. Because if people treat you like you're lesser and you believe that you're lesser and act accordingly, you can't expect a lot of outside folks to step above and beyond the parameters they're used to. No doubt. Especially those where they get to have a little bit more power and say than you do. You know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. Definitely brings up a good point because the complacency can be the outer and it can be the inner. It can be complacent, like well, complacent in reference to um, how an individual is politically or culturally, or turning a blind eye. And it can be the complacency of the inner man, like well, you know, you're still insecure about stuff you was insecure at. You're 17 and you're 16. <laughs> What up? I mean, complacent towards the inner man. And that's the that's the one that's the one that's gonna matter when you when you when you pass on. You know, that's that's the that you know whether you have that together. You know, but nah, but definitely, and and sometimes people have to work on the inner man to be able to deal with the outer. And, and, and that's to me, that's really what the, all the research and saw people here. That kind of is all a part of the puzzle want to kind of deal with the inner man and not be complacent about the inner man so they can be a better outer man or outwardly being able to help people. Some people have to do that when it's real. Word up. Yeah. Uh, I definitely dig that. And uh, one quick note I'll be on because when we look at a bigger picture we're not just talking about domestic type of stuff. We're looking at how in terms of, you know, people are looked at and how they function within the bigger and greater context of the world. Because we're at a stage right now, and I'm sure in other countries people complain about their mainstream media and how they try to portray things. But I know that here in the States, it's kind of sad where unless you almost have decent internet access and or a higher cable plan... You're not getting a whole lot of real news and perspectives about what's going on in your own community. Much less throughout the world. I know um, recently we just got, um, at least in um, my particular section of America, we just got Al Jazeera's American channel. And they're already like sweeping the rug in terms of covering certain stuff from um, different places, including here in the States. Especially in regards to a lot of the things that are going on in terms of the NSA and more details about how people are executing all types of spying and 
other types of things through the document that leaked via WikiLeaks, um, the XCIA dude, Edward Snowden, and more. And then in terms of things that are happening in general overseas, it's almost like our mainstream media is catching on like maybe three to four months late. Yes, yeah. In terms of what other cats are or have been talking about, including, you know, all this talk about what's happening in Syria lately and how insane their civil war has become, which, if for no other reason, people should eyeball, because if you don't think the American military is going to get involved in some way, shape, or form, you're really foolish. And whatnot. And if people want to look at the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., he was about being worldly about other things that were going on besides in your own backyard. Because if we had to remember things in detail, he always had enemies and other people against him, but when he started talking more about being anti-war and anti-poverty, he got a lot more crap from folks. Definitely. When he, especially when, when, he, when he stopped being domestic, he started being international. Mm-hmm. And then that, that kind of shook up people. Because a lot of these people, especially some of the people who are going to be speaking in March on Watson, not all of them are very much connected people. They, they they do do work and they and they're very needed, but some of them are connected. And what I mean by connected, they're in organizations or that are beholden to other people. So like King, King was connected, you know, to the Boule. King was connected to Sigma Pi Phi, and you know, one of the branches that came underneath that, he was connected to you know different situations and people, other than the ones I just named. That, you know, once he got out, once he went, stopped being domestic, you know, some people started to get mad, you know, some black people started to get mad, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, you know, you know, they can motivate you and do good, but, you know, just, just you know, just, just have to, you know, like, not necessarily look at it on the surface. No doubt. I mean, I think one of the things that people had to be very, very aware of is that even when you talk about the civil rights movement, it contained a lot of diverse people and diverse views, but it did have one main goal. No doubt. And one of the things we had to look at because some of these things are kind of removed from our present history, even with you know some people who lived in that period still being alive, is that we can learn from what others have done, but y'all had to dig under the surface even in terms of the history that's presented to you. As the civil rights movement, this is no diss toward, you know, the bigs who have done their thing. The vast majority of them are big for a real legitimate reason. But when we're in the age right now, when you turn on the TV and they have about four or five black folks on there, in terms of we can have these guys talk about black people in America or their black viewpoints or whatever, the percentage of folks who probably genuinely care is a little lower than it probably was back in the 60s. Because you have a lot of cats who, and I hate to have to say this, but, you know, I'm I'm supposed to speak my viewpoint and truth to power with independent media outlet because otherwise, why am I here? A lot of cats use the civil rights movement past and present as a hustle. No doubt. Because some folks on multiple sides of the game, including some folks who call themselves black, don't really want to have certain issues and situations within our community and beyond get solved. 
Because one yeah. of the things you had to look at with cats like um, Dr. King and Malcolm X and stuff is that when they spread out their viewpoint and wanted to be there like, well, besides things internationally being tied into the black American community, at the end, we're all should be treated on an equal plane. That's when they got the most crap. When you want to be treated and treat others equally is when you get the most pushback. And that, especially now when we're in the more technological age where, you know, people have more ways to screw with you. You know, that's a frightening scenario. When people can, without warrant, depending on if somebody decides to label you as a threat or a terrorist, can tap your cell phones, can go through your emails, which a lot of these companies don't really care about, as long as their backs are covered. They'll leak all your business. You know, when you have things like, in terms of the New York Times article they put out this past week, Department of Homeland Security here in the States having a contract worth over $5 million to create a more in-depth facial recognition system called Biometric Optical Surveillance System, boss ironically to identify and check folks out you know things are more real than ever we got more economic opportunities we got more educational opportunities and that's cool but when you have people who are trying to turn back the clock of time in regards to that stuff on top of the other things we got to have this 50th anniversary of the march on washington not just be a commemoration but a continuation to get to the point where we're supposed to get to but that's just me so you know God bless everybody who was there at the beginning, you know, and God bless the folks who are um, still doing their thing on individual and group levels to make stuff definitely, happen. I definitely, I definitely believe that, and God bless the people who who who, um, who weren't able to make it or who, who won't be able to make it who have that spirit that you know we're all kind of a part of that chain or part of the polarity of views. That's about you know um, justice and fairness. Word. You know what I'm saying? There's gonna be there's gonna be people on various ends, but we're on that same chain, and there's gonna be people who are gonna try to break that chain, and there's gonna be cosmic forces gonna try to break that chain. You know, what we ask for something that cosmically is hated by evil beings. You know, that sounds spooky, but the Christians would say maybe demons, but that's for real. You know, there's they, cosmic forces that don't want this, so they love when people are complacent. Because of the fear. No fear doubt. Defends, fear defends ignorance. You know. So, you know, but definitely. God bless. And, um, you know, God bless people of a good nature. God bless freedom loving people. Right. Word up. That's truth and facts right there. And um, one last note, too, on all of this. Everybody is not able necessarily to make it to what's called a big event. But if you're able to make an impact on somebody else's life, that's positive. That's big enough of an event. You know what I mean? Like people from the old school to those new school who might not be able to attend these events. Don't feel bad because you can't be there in person. You're supposed to take the spirit of what's good from these things. And um, spread it out. So, you know, because sometimes, you know, you got people who look at, unfortunately, stuff like this as the latest trendy thing to say you're going to. Or that you're a part of. If you're not putting anything in your heart, you might as well just, you know, went to the beach. 
you know, or something. So, just a little notation on that. And also, shout out to my um, Aunt Thelma. She went to the original March back in the day, still alive right now. Definitely blessed to have her in my life. And just on a little quick side note, um, my folks are originally from Eastern North Carolina. And it's kind of funny when I hear my older relatives talk about things, because some of them were able to make it and some of them weren't. Like, my mom was, like, the youngest out of seven kids. And my grandma was like, there's going to be too many people there. We can't have you rocking and rolling at that joint, because I can't have you get lost. And, you know, even some of my older relatives were like, well, some of us remember hearing the speech, some of us, because it was just so many black folks were just hot and couldn't hear nothing. But they all talked about it being a good vibe. And the collection of different community organizations, especially the churches at that time frame. Getting a lot of people together to get buses and things to go forth and mobilize. So one of the things we got to look at in terms of technology being a double-edged sword, we can, you know, have things that can maybe be detrimental on some levels. But the gathering of people together when things hit the fan, including... Recently, with the um, Trayvon Martin situation, where we wouldn't even have a court case if it was for people mobilizing. Shows that, you know, we just got a new technology and everything, but we still had to maintain that spirit to make things happen. So, just a quick notation on that end. And shout out to the fam. Um, Let's see, what else do we got going on news-wise this week? Oh, for my music fans, we definitely got to give prayers and condolences to the family, friends, and fans of Cedar Walton. He was a pianist and a composer that was originally part of Art Blakely's jazz messages in the early 1960s. No doubt. Um, his history is very storied. He did everything from sitting with Charlie Parker, accompanying Abby Lincoln, recording with both John Coltrane and Joshua Redman, and had a whole lot of his own um, successful small groups, trios, and more. Now, he was on the crew of folks who were with, I think, the most known inc- <coughs> incarnation of the Jazz Messengers and whatnot. Like, he got into terms. Who's uh, in that group in terms of the same crew of folks like Freddie Hubbard and all of them, if you're a jazz fan? Yeah. And Wayne Shorter. Yeah. So, you know, you had jazz joints like Mosaic, Bolivia, Fantasy and D, and more. So he was, like, in there with what he did. What's his name again? Um, his name is Cedar Walton. Cedar Walton. I, I, I know about the, the R. Blakey and the jazz manager. R. Blakey was a, uh, a jazz drummer. He was the lead Bill Dark Bill Dark. Definitely good stuff. You know, if you like jazz, definitely good stuff. No doubt, no doubt. He also played piano on John Coltrane's Giant Steps. And they said one of the things, which is a very, very famous song by John Coltrane. And one of the things that he said was that was probably one of the hardest songs he ever played on. But at the same token, he was like, he was a young kid at the time, and he got offered a part to do a solo. He's like, man, this song is kind of crazy. I can't do it. He's like, even to the day he died, he was like, that was a mistake. Like, you know, that's a classic song and everything else, but at the time I was a little young, I was a little, you know, nervy about things. So, you know, besides his own stuff, he ran with some serious folks back in the day. He said a lot of a modern jazz standards, so definitely got to give props to him and respect. I just wanted to say something and slightly take it back to what we had said something before. This girl was in first second too. That music was made at a time when black people weren't allowed to vote. Black still getting lunch down south, but weren't getting insurance. 
from getting pulled over on I-95, 495, and was still getting harassed and still, you know, and ending up missing and raped and mutilations in the United States, and, and also used as guinea pigs by the medical establishment and um, pharmaceutical establishment. Um, uh, during that time, so the music that came out, you know, was was from you know from you know was from tormented souls. You know, that's some of the best music that's ever gonna be. That's my point. It's ever gonna be. It's you know black. You know, it, you know we we were kind of forced to view our view and view our situation in a certain way. But anyway, um. Uh, I said that to say that um, there was an aspect, I remember, um, one thing that a lot of people don't understand, and some black people, uh, African-Americans, if you can, particularly in the workplace, mm-hmm. is if you're around black people who are from other countries, you might have to speak with them about certain things in reference to what this means. I remember talking about it the last couple of days on the job, and, you know, a lot of these people don't know anything. You know, we're black, but, you know, they don't know anything. You know what I'm saying? So, and I, and I said something to some cats today. I said, it would have been different migrating to the United States in the 50s. You know what I'm saying? That would have been different. Black people and poor whites put themselves on the line where it makes it easier for people to come in and then talk about African Americans after the fact. Mm-hmm. And that's what's good about the things like Marshall Watts because it kind of gives people a reminder that it was African Americans that made it happen. There's some things I can say in reference to that, but I don't know if I want people to necessarily look too deeply in the other things, but but that's 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 one of the important things that, you know, the people who who look downtrodden, pathetic, you know, are the 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 bloodline of people that made this country in the Infrastructure, particularly on the east, particularly east of the Mississippi, infrastructure, infrastructure, especially infrastructure before, uh, before recent, and um, that's why a lot of this stuff is bridges and stuff are getting old in certain cities. A lot of that stuff, Negroes and Native Americans have, you know, a hand in building. But um, a lot of people don't know that history though, and I'm still learning a lot of history, and I spend a lot of time listening to what other people say instead of, instead of doing my own. Looking through my own thing. Uh-huh. So this, these, are, these are seeds dropped for people to grow in for themselves. They can use that and be motivated, but it's spawning, and then you start to see the fraud that's around you. But, but I just wanted to basically say, you know, go back to this, that just to say that African Americans, I do think, who do know something, there's something you get from this show you can use. That the other blacks who are from other countries, or people from other countries, whatever. Or whites who don't know, or who think they know. To school them on, on a certain dynamic of what that meant, and a certain history, and, and you know, why it, it meant something for that to happen, as opposed to people trying to scream and yell for something that they're not old. African Americans are old. You know? No doubt. African Americans, African Americans make up black people who came from Africa on slaves. African Americans represent Native Americans, and African Americans also represent black people who were in North America who came here on ships on their own before the Europeans. And that's very much a misunderstood. I know that history. I, I, you know, I've been partially researching for, two, for almost 20 years. 
you know, I've been in the books at least on some capacity, you know, other than doing other things. So, you know, that's just a real reality. And, uh, but not to get too much deeper in it, but God bless. And, um, and also back to the jazz thing, that jazz comes from that tradition, you know, first, that African tradition, the slave tradition wound up kind of and, and, and continued on. You know, the, uh, in North America, particularly in the United States, they were scared of the drum. That's why, like in a lot of Latin music, you had percussion. Because they, mm-hmm. they were under more, they were under more uh, Spanish and the Portuguese. And they allowed the drum, but the English were afraid of the drum. Because the drum, a lot of times, uh, people were able to do signals and uh, um, messages, like a Morse code, so they call The Morse code before Morse. So that wasn't in the that wasn't in the music. The jazz was is kind of a continuation of that. And when they say the Latin jazz, that's more or less of the the African the African influence that was still in there. So it was just more or less of them embracing something that they already had. It wasn't a Spanish thing. It was an African thing that was allowed by the by Spanish and Portuguese conquerors. Mm-hmm. That's why that music had that. So when they say the Latin they, Latin cast taught us that. No, no, no. It, it, in other words. They were allowed to do that, so they reintroduced us to something that was already in our genetic makeup. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Big up, big up the Google, of course, for keeping that going. But sorry to talk too long, but God bless. No, it's all good. It's all good, and it's definitely um, a good tie-in with all of this type of stuff. Because we just have a few more music stories we're going to get into. Matter of fact, I'll do it that way. Then I'll retract the one or two joints. Um, music is something I truly feel every advanced culture has had that's right because I'm one of those people who I believe nature itself makes music so why wouldn't human beings too if it's supposed to be more advanced by whatever definition you look at and uh, with um, more news on some cool stuff in African American music um, I thought this was um, pretty on point as of actually I think it's as of this week um Folklorist Alan Lomax, for those who aren't too deep in history, back in the day in the United States, he traveled all over the United States and did recordings from different cultures and um, different music, musical styles and took up stories and things like that. Now, the thousands of songs and interviews he did in the early to mid um, 1900s are now available for free online a lot of them for the very very first time and this includes music that's actually he did a little bit of later work which is kind of new he actually worked until about the 90s so he lived for a very long time doing his thing and um he did everything from travel to the deep south to the mountains of west virginia he hit up europe the caribbean and asia and all of those type of sounds have now been digitally transcribed over to the digital era so you're hearing like early blues, early rock, um, Native American music, all the different musics from the Caribbean, and plenty, plenty more. Some from cultures that, you know, unfortunately due to various things, aren't around anymore. Or dead. So, you know, big up to all those folks who are about still, I guess, in the, the new age way, spreading oral traditions. Of what folks have done and are doing. And whatnot. So, you know, I thought that was pretty cool. 
Also on the musical end, but this is kind of a story about people who aren't seeming to take heed of history or pay dues and profit those they should. Um, we talked briefly about the um, Robin Thicke case last week on the show in regards to um, folks from his end preemptively suing um, the Marvin Gaye estate as well as um, one of these holding rights companies who has some rights to um, George Clinton's music for you know possibly trying to get money and royalties etc from his recent summer song Blurred Lines which to me if it's not a direct sample of Marvin Gaye's Gotta Give It Up is like extremely influenced by it if not a replay of a loop to me I One thing is for sure mm-hmm. is that the boy, I mean, maybe I'm saying obvious, but the boy is trying to be a soul singer. Yeah. You know, in some, you know, I mean, he he, 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 he wants to be on black radio. That's his career, but, black radio, actually. You know what I'm saying? So he, he's not doing records. In other words, like, like white rappers who are famous, they have that niche of being able to do black music to white people or, or, or rap to white people, but it's, it's, a, it's a person that is, is, is pretty good at it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like she said, that is, it, it, when you hear the, you know, Marvin Gaye, you know, Marvin is, you know, singing in the same style of voice, you know what I'm saying? I believe he's off falsetto. So, I mean, it's, you know, he's clearly trying to be a soul singer. So, from that point of view, you know, he's, he's, he's a white boy trying to do black music. Call space space. Number two, when you look on the technical aspect of what the beat sounds like, if you were to mix them, it's know, a perfect mix. Time, you know I've, 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 I've done it in the house because when I first heard it, I thought it was a Marvin Gaye sample. And I was you know screwing around on Tractor, and I've had other DJs talk about how was, how was it not? I mean, there's actually a blend record that, that perfectly blends this song with Give It Up. Just as a I think you should be very news. careful not to uh, not to offend black radio. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know that's a white boy trying to do black music. You know, you know, you want to you want to come to black radio or do interview with black radio, and they there's just there's just tension in the room because they know you full of shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, the only reason why you would even get to pull something off is because the companies is being pimped by corporate cats. Corporate cats is pimping, uh, you know, one 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 time mom and pop or small or mid range radio stations across the country. So, in other words, they'd almost be forced to deal with you. You know what I'm saying? You know, so it's kind of weird that you know this preemptive like strike type law thing with some old Negroes in tow. Cause he didn't do the beat. Pharrell did the beat. Indeed, so Pharrell the mm-hmm. He also was a black dude who did the beat. So you know what I'm saying. But for him to be involved, you know, I I don't know. You know, it's like you know, if 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 if, 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 if it's not the same thing, if it's not the same chords in the, it's not the same. Because it's gonna come down to is it you know is it the same chords in the bass line. You know what I'm saying. If it's not the same bass line, because they can get away with having the drums like that. You know what I'm saying? But if it's it more than likely, whatever, it's probably going to be whatever, whatever. But the preemptive thing is weird. What, you know, what, oh, if, I don't know. I well, don't know. Well, to continue on with the story, because we did talk about the preemptive strike, which, you know, like you said, it's like, yeah, that's a little bizarre and whatnot. 
What makes it look even more suspect now is that Billboard magazine is reporting that um, Robin Thicke's um, legal team offered the gay family a six-figure sum to preempt a copyright infringement suit, but the gay family refused. So if it didn't already look like, well, why would you be doing a preemptive suing to make sure that you keep copyright and AKA that makes you keep the money and everything else that comes with it? Like, if you haven't done anything that seems funny style, why would you pay somebody off? Right. Or offer to pay somebody off. Like, like um, Asar Ra said, if worse comes to worse, you'd be like, yeah, you know what? Music has existed forever. There's certain ways, whether you may think it's moral or not, people can skip around it because drums and stuff, honestly, that's almost kind of a whatever type of situation right now. But for people who listen to the tune, I mean, he even got like, you know, how Barbara Gay had the voices and stuff in the background. Yeah. On Got to Give It Up. You got that going on in this particular song, too. And as I said, it just sounds extremely, extremely similar. And to be like, well, let's pay people off so they can be quiet. And to have those folks say no, and I think it shows that the gay family and other folks have a good case going. So we'll see what's what. And my only beef about this type of thing is I really don't care who samples what and does whatever. If it's done creatively as a fan, I don't feel any kind of way about it because that's the main thing I'm concerned about. For people who have the money of these folks who are rolling in a comfort zone with these major labels, to just not pay people from the gate is just a lot of bullish to me, part of my language. You know, you're not supposed to be on Robin Thicke level or about a year or two ago. Um, Jay-Z and Kanye's level and everything else but y'all are the only folks who can pay for big samples and the sample major people and people still gotta chase after you that's especially for some of these older black soul artists where it's like dude come on you, you might have been able to talk to them from the beginning and wrote a check and just left it alone you know you gotta have these cats come after you in court to get some money that's, that's not right and when it's things that are like this obvious like where it's not like okay it's like a five second loop or something like who doesn't know Marvin Gaye's gotta give it up like who doesn't know that some things unless you're maybe more of a musicologist type are a little more obscure and depending on your level of things you might be able to fly with it but you know it's like come on now you should have folks from the doors have to sue you you shouldn't have had to have, you know, James Brown estate still still having to sue people. And all that. And you're running around talking about you got checks bigger than this, but but you, you can't break them cats off. So I'm I'm trying to remember the name of the soul guy who during the when the throne dropped. Um he actually he actually sued a, he actually had to sue a few people back in the day for our royalties. I think he said one of the few people who paid him right from Jump Street was Wu Tang. Hmm? Not Blowfly. Um, I think it's Phil Johnson. Okay. Yeah, where like he said only a few cats, you know, because we're not talking about the beginning era before everything got super critical. Who were just there like, yo, we want to really do this joint. And they, and they wrote up to like Homeboy said Wu Tang bought him, like essentially got him a house. But that was that's a respect thing to me. I think some of these things would be preempted if you just had a respect thing going on on top of business. And this, to me, the more this case is going, just feels like ultimate disrespect. Like, how's it going to hurt your pockets to pay a little bit for the sample, if it is a sample? 
and do a little bit of royalties, I doubt you're going to be poor. But, you know, the ways of people, man, you, you, you just don't know how they rock and roll and how they go. And speaking of music, we'll just continue on this vibe for a minute. There's a few interesting stories I got, then we'll um, go ahead and wrap it up. Um, Afropunk is having, <clears throat> excuse me, its um, next annual festival during the week we're broadcasting in New York City. And, you know, shout out to them because they're one of the more later movements that have been promoting what some call urban alternative music, black rock, and so forth and so on. And one of the things that is an interesting development with them, which I think happens with a lot of different types of music, is what happens when it seems like things are starting to get a little more popular or assimilate more to mainstream norms. And The Village Voice has a pretty interesting article about that in terms of how a little over 10 years ago they had the actual seminal Afropunk documentary done by James Spooner and some other folks which ended up spinning into a different website community which you know we you know have been down with and have checked out a lot of good acts and stuff who've been coming up lately and more and the big schism that's coming about in terms of well is this really still a movement or is it just a business and you know I think it's a debate that happens with a lot of folks um, and whatever music genre they're into whether it's rock rap and more you know like you see punk people you know still battling over well what defines punk because what some would have looked at it in terms of the 70s is it the same as it is in the 2010s and I think because we're in the internet age it's going a little faster with the Afropunk steeds because I think a lot of the time, unless you were in a really big metropolitan area, black folks and rock or black folks didn't necessarily fit into a particular musical box, box they always expected black people to be in get looked at funny. No. Or get looked at strangely. And one of the things I think is good about the internet's new age um, do-it-yourself movement is that you don't necessarily have to force yourself to appeal to a big crowd of people anymore as long as you get yourself a decent niche but what's happening I think with some black rock folks is when they get a little taste of the mainstream which again has happened to plenty of other genres all of a sudden they forget about the audience that kept them alive and afloat in the first place and will probably still keep them alive and afloat when they aren't getting play on Adult Swim or write-ups through magazines like Vice and so forth and so on or some of the things where, like with any other type of situation, corporate America's like, hey, what are these black kids doing? Oh, damn, that looks cool. Let's hop in and, you know, try to ride the wave of what this cool thing is, even though we don't know what cool would be if it hit us upside the head with fat. <laughs> and while this is cool, you know, if you want to get a little bit more money from us, we still going to pretty much try to force you to conform and be a little more safe maybe with the music you're playing in terms of its sounds and stuff or maybe with the messages that you were saying before that all of a sudden you're very quiet about right now you know not too many folks have the blessing of being on a relatively mainstream stage and being able to pretty much say whatever the hell you want and do whatever music you want like a Janelle Monae per se who's a newer artist I mean, folks who've been around for a minute, like Bad Brace and all of them, like, they are at the stage they really don't care, you know. 
and they're still able to be good. But um, we'll link that article. I just thought that was um, an interesting thing to look at because, from my viewpoint, things have changed a bit. A bit for the better and a bit for the worse because, to me, I'm like, I like anything that's like black people don't have to fit into a preconceived notion of a box. But I always think a certain amount of mainstream fame and attention and people who might be a little too thirsty for it not like you know it's bad to climb up and, and get more things going on but when you start compromising your own mentality and ideals for dollars that always causes problems so you know we'll get up into that um let's see here i'm going to cut out a few stories here we'll wrap over like about two or three joints um i definitely want to talk about this story in the state of georgia that happened this past week a huge tragedy was averted in Decatur County at an elementary school near Atlanta when a gunman with an assault rifle and other weapons started to enter the building. But this um, older black lady school clerk apparently spent an hour talking to the man and ended up having nobody get shot, killed, or hurt. Um, he essentially put down his gun after she would talk to him and surrender. Um, the lady's name is Antoinette Tuff. And it was one of those situations where if you're not the type that believes in the higher power, you probably believe in miracles. Because it could have ended up being a lot worse, particularly since, you know, it's a thing that people don't like to say aloud on mainstream media here in the States. But there's been a rash of these cases where it's usually some young, disgruntled white guy rolling up to a public place somewhere just dead set to kill people and on bare minimum it's mental sickness that was already there or brought upon by a sick society or it could just be people who were just full of hate and they just wanted to hurt the most innocent people possible because they're not man or woman enough if they're just plain evil to deal with their own stuff they want to spread hurt and they want to spread pain so, with this school, which is the Ronald E. McNair Discovery Learning Academy, all of the 870-plus children were safely evacuated. The gunmen at the beginning had ended up exchanging some shots with police, but nobody um, got struck or hurt. So, for this um, black woman to put herself on the line for a bigger and greater good, I think she deserves a lot of a lot of credit and praise. So, you know, respect and props to her. I don't want it to get too deep, but there's probably very few human beings on this planet. Other than a black I'm not gonna get too deep at all. No doubt. I mean, that is one of those stories, like I said, it, it reaffirms the concept of inner power and goodness and people being able to be spread and diffuse what could be crazy situations even though of course it's on a huge level to being able you know to calm and die certain things down um, this actually ties into another story I wanted to bring up on the science and I thought was um, an, an, an interesting thing to note like you know people always talk about wanting to have good vibes and feelings and spread them to other people and whatnot, like, well, it just feels good, or it makes, you know, things better in the short term or the long run. 
Um, there was a study from the University of Virginia where researchers have said that through their um, particular research and whatnot, that the human brain is wired to connect with others so strongly that it experiences what they experience as if it's happening to us. So in other words, like, if you've been in a situation where somebody's in, like, a bad mood and you just feel like there's a funk or kind of a great cloud around the surroundings, and you could have walked in like, I was in a decent mood, but it feels a little funny now. They put this type of situation into a scientific construct, and they do, like, a real quick, um breakdown about this article or two which of course we'll link on our show notes and whatnot it says that you know besides this seeming like the neural basis for empathy the ability to feel what other feels it goes deeper than that results from the latest studies suggest that our brains don't differentiate between what happens to someone emotionally close to us and ourselves and also we seem neurally incapable of generating anything close to that level of empathy for strangers. So in other words, people who we're like close to, we're going to feel that more from than people who we are close to. And while we can feel certain things towards strangers or people we're not necessarily familiar with, you know, it's not going to be as deep and intense, or it shouldn't be, I put it like this, as deep and intense as those who you're close to and whatnot. So the spreading of vibe and emotion is pretty damn real regardless of whatever your spiritual or religious belief is or you just being there like well i'm just a good person i want to be good and and have good things happen to me and 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 give out good good thoughts and stuff so i thought this was kind of a deep um story and whatnot let me me just and it can get way deeper on my end i'm gonna keep it cool yeah i just wanted because i had i had i've been looking into that type of information half my life um I think at the end of the day, it, it's definitely good vibes influence people and bad vibes influence people, but it's about where do you stand. It's like, well, you know, I, I'm feeling good, you know. It's one thing if a person is being outwardly or being verbal or in some ways, but at the end of the day, it's where, where you are. If you, if, if you know that you're, you're the, that you're the god of that, if you're the god of what's between them ears, in other words, you're in contact with that, that 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 entity that created you, and you're at peace with that. Then it doesn't matter necessarily if a person is feeling bad. That you can necessarily, in other words, if they're feeling bad in the sense of like rubbing off bad vibes on you. You know what I'm saying? You know, I do believe that people do rub off good vibes on other people, but you should never let an individual. Let them, if they feel bad, then they feel bad. You know, if you want to feel empathy with them because you're you're, you're close to them, and, and, and I think if you're close to them, you're going to feel empathy for them. And I do believe that some some people feel empathy for people who they're not close to, who they, who they don't know them. Well. I don't think many people are like that, but still, there are people who are like that. You know what I'm saying? You know, like I don't necessarily know them. It's like when people give money to people in the street. That means people have empathy for people that they don't know. You know what I'm saying? In some ways, full of passion, I feel guilty in some ways. But you know. Uh, 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 but yeah, I'm not trying to get too deep into that either. But I, but I do believe that um, uh, that that study doesn't apply to everybody because some people have a deeper reservoir of spirituality, light energy, cosmic energy, dark matter energy, and just love in them than others. So some people can't feel that. Not that is the study, though. I probably won't try to get too into that. No doubt, no doubt. I mean it. 
it gets in a pretty in-depth vibe with that, but I think just on the surface level, that was something worth mentioning. And, you know, again, food for thought. Some other food for thought, if you already didn't think that racial stereotypes and hatred weren't at least partially due to just societal nonsense, um, the article by a Smithsonian magazine, I think, proves it. And it was about a study that was done in 2010 in regards to whether blind people are capable of seeing or perceiving race. And lawyer and researcher, pardon me if I um, mispronounce his name, Osagi K. Obazogi was looking at things. And to do a direct quote from him from this article, I find only... Excuse me, I have not find only that blind people have significant as of understanding of race as anyone else and that they understand race visually, but that this visual understanding of race stems from interpersonal and institutional social socializations that profoundly shape their racial perceptions. In other words, you might not be able to physically see a damn thing, but if somebody's telling you that, oh, well, all black la people are lazy and whatever, whatever, all of this type of people smell, all this type of people are greedy then that gets absorbed by people. That's right. And those type of things can naturally jack folks up and whatnot. And one of the things that was kind of bugged out in this is that he has stories where, you know, you had one blind dude talking about he can identify black people by smell because he was told that, that, that black folks, you know, stink. Or whatever. And it said that the idea that black people smell badly was in a lot of these blind folks' responses during the study. That another blind man was dating a black woman but dumped her the second he found out she was black. And more other types of stuff. We're talking about blind people. Like folks who wouldn't know your skin tone from nothing because, you know, you don't have that type of visual stimuli to be like, oh well, folks who look like this act like this or if I see this I can automatically perceive that so race in its most negative form as a social construct to separate people is very very real and this is one of those other things that should go to show is you shouldn't teach crap about a lot of people that you don't know either a person has a good vibe and good mentality or they don't Right. Regardless of, you know, their outside, regardless of whether their society's definition of what's pretty or beautiful, or regardless of what society tries to find as this one person who might act this way is going to be what everybody acts like. So, you know, I'm, I'm glad this study was done, quite frankly. Because, you know, at the end of the day, if there weren't, if bad perceptions weren't carried over, then if we wouldn't have them. Yeah. You and know, funny is that mm -hmm. some of these some of these people coming up, especially in their 20s, that they went to school in, uh, that might have been suburban schools or colleges that there were blacks in there, you know, who never caused no problems so, and, and who defied their, uh, especially schools that had these football teams with, with basketball teams that, you know, they were winning partially because there were black people on them. You know what I'm saying? So they see black people that don't court, but they still will hold like something, whatever, about whatever, you know, despite the fact they saw some people in college and high school and on their job. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, 
people believe what they want to believe at the end of the day. You know, I think mm-hmm. people hold so to, to believe somebody is lower than you is to believe that you're better than them. No doubt. So if I believe you're lower than me in the sense of you're going to rob me, beat me up, or you're going to think of whatever, I think you're lower than me. But that's the that's the that's the that's the beauty of knowledge of self. The knowledge of the creator in history. Because it's like you start to see through the, the, the mist and the fog and the smoke screen. That and African Americans are the most hated black people on the planet. Let's be clear about that. I remember when I went to Canada, I noticed that when they know noticed that I was American divide. You know what I'm saying? You know, people automatically whatever, whatever, and it's like, you know, make certain comments that I remember hearing people making America. It's as if they, they spread these same comments around to one another. You know what I'm saying? I heard that in America about 15 years ago. And you, you know what I'm saying? And, and it never applied to me then, but, you know, because it, it was, you know what I'm saying? And it's kind of a shame. That happens amongst Caribbeans and amongst Africans and Asians towards African Americans. You know what I'm saying? I think that's a good idea and concept that you brought up there because, you know, I think when people look at certain environments, you would like to think on the surface that that means somebody is more enlightened like if you go to a college or university or other higher institution of learning that somebody would have carried over some smarts in terms of not just book smarts but the world and I can say personally during my experience as an undergraduate back in the day at Rutgers University you know it felt weird to me to run into folks who if you just looked at it on the outside basis you're like oh there's a black person that people would try to divide themselves from you if you weren't from a particular African country, a particular Latin American country, a particular island from the West Indies, or just from wherever else. Because the point that you brought up, which I think is cool, is when people want to have a certain perception of things, that that's what they all, what all they hear, and that's not just all they hear, but all they're comfortable with and feel like being comfortable with, that they don't want to evolve past that, they'll stick with it. Because it's one of those things where it felt weird like so because I'm black American I'm supposed to follow this list of top 10 stereotypes so that you can feel better about yourself which shows how weak you are and you'll have some people who are like almost mad that you aren't in that room I deal with that still as an adult right now like uh, Asar Ryan and I have talked about this before where it's like when you get to a certain age like some people who are warped and twisted in the mind act like it's weird that you're not a baby's mom or a baby daddy like it's bizarre not like oh well you know things happen and this is the reason why I'm a single father or a single mom like you're supposed to be the, the stereotypical baby mama where you just did something something dumb and for whatever reason you don't quote unquote have a man or quote unquote have a woman and that don't make no sense to me you know but that's what people get comfortable with it's easier to fit people in turn into a stereotypical box and look at them as a whole person but for some people, look at them as a whole person means that they got to look at that another person as a human being. And we look at the fact that you might have treated another human being crappily for no real reason whatsoever. We let go of the stereotype is a little bit too much for some folks. That's a little bit too much growth to ask for them. So, And they feel that towards African Americans. The main people who were behind the protests in the United States that allowed Asians, Caribbeans, and Africans to have a mother thing. 
So they wouldn't have a thing without African Americans and poor whites who who had blood, sweat, and tears. And if you if you are a Caribbean African American, if you're a Caribbean African and Asian, if you don't accept that, what's wrong with you? No That's doubt. True. No doubt. Of the matter. And so you're hating you're hating God incarnate. You're hating the, the, the God force that helped to want to make a change in this God forsaken rock. And and it's sad to see that trend being something that's historically continued. Where you got some people who are even in the same position as other folks, like you bring up the situation with um which I think it's kind of interesting to bring up. Like when you look at parts of let's say the Midwest of our country here in the States and other things. You'll have poor white people vote against their own self-interest because they might hear an idea from somebody who they're like they don't identify with usually because it's a racial construct or whatever else they'll have like a rich person who doesn't give a damn whether they live or die because they're not rich talk a bunch of crazy crap but because they kept holding on to a notion of well part of my language well black folks are niggas what is a nigger now who could have like the mental festo to like solve everything or at least be a better alternative than what's being presented to him with the other person be there like no that's okay look at the situation with, with the um so-called obamacare right now we're not at we're not we're not at canada standard where everybody can get like really good health insurance but they're at least trying to improve with definitely a broken system in terms of medicare and medicaid and stuff you don't have people who won't have like jack shit be there like well, a Negro proposed it, so I don't like it. Even though you had a white guy propose it a few years ago, pretty much the same damn plan. The well, only thing that changed was the physical appearance of the person who who was proposing a plan, and that showed that a lot of this carried on notions of negativity and other things about other kinds of people is is just wrong and damages everybody at the very end of the day. Including when we bring about, I guess what someone look at as an interracial thing while you got folks from other countries. Like, you're going to come to America and talk crazy about black Americans, even though you might have never dealt with one in your life, in death. But you'll take all the benefits that black Americans from the past, through blood, sweat, and tears, got we even want to consider coming to America. Right. And getting treated at least a little bit better than from your particular home country even if you're just coming here for education at the university then bouncing back to your country you know it's, it's just damaging overall and to hear studies like that just shows how much more damaging it is when you're like well all, all you see is black homie why you you know well it's kind of ironic all you see is black but you're dissing black people or Chinese people whatever else it's, it's, it's ridiculous it's ridiculous so on um a last note on ridiculous see people's, lack, see people's lack of spirituality a lot of people talk about God going to church temple mind shit but you see it when it comes down when the, when it really hits when the rubber hits the road a lot of these people are just godless uh, uh, um, uh, going through the motion you know religion you know uh, um, chanting and, 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 and uh, uh, masquerading that's all it is you know what I'm saying? They don't believe none of that. Because they wouldn't have that in that. They wouldn't display that or have that in their hearts to teach their children that. To, uh, uh, so it's anybody for that matter, whether it's, you know, rich whites versus poor whites or black people with money towards poor blacks. 
you know what I'm saying, or blacks from other parts of the world, or African Americans. You know, that is real, especially when they see that and they be around people that don't exhibit that, and they still are like that because they have to hold on to that because that that's just a bridge, that's just a, a deficit within them, within their own self. And it's like that ain't you. That's just something that they gotta deal with. You know what I'm That's just their deficit in, in knowing the father. No doubt. Oh, no. no doubt, no doubt. That's the thing that they gotta deal with. You keep, you keep your head up after the Because they need us more than, they need us more than they will allow you to understand. You know what I'm saying? That's just how it is. Uh, I can dig it, I can dig it. And the last story, which it's kind of weird how all these stories kind of tied into each other around the end. And this is just in terms of stupidity in regards to holding on to stereotypes and race and that at least some of our country is slightly better in regards to calling out that type of bullshit. Um, this is via therawstory.com. Um, and to quote directly from said article, a Republican state senator in Colorado is coming under fire after implying at a hearing on Wednesday that African Americans and Hispanics face increased poverty because they ate more fried chicken. That just sounds like a sea of stupid, doesn't it? Let us continue. Senator Vicki Marble offered the remarks while legislature's Economic Opportunity Poverty Reduction Task Force was examining the statistics behind racial disparity and the poverty rate, according to television station KDBR. And to quote her, when you look at life expectancy, there are problems in the black race. So right when you get that right from the gate, there are problems in the black race for living. Okay, that's so stupid. Let's continue. Sickle cell anemia is something that comes up. Diabetes is something that's prevalent in the genetic makeup. Which, again, stupid, but let's continue. And you just can't help it, says Marble. Marble said, although I've got to say I've never had better barbecue and better chicken and ate better in my life than when you go down south. Uh, What I find very interesting is that I've worked in food since I've been 14 years old. And one thing that I always noticed is that there were, this is no offense to anybody who hears this, no offense to white people. I've always noticed that white people asking black people about how to cook food. You know what I'm saying? Whether because they had nannies, they ate out, ate bread, out of cookbook, so didn't have that natural thing that black women had had since forever. You know what I'm saying? And so it's it's, it's weird when I you know because she had to go down south because most of the most you know most of our people came from the south. And so we, we retained some of them things that, you know, the Native Americans and that, you know, Africans had when, uh, who were already here and the ones who came over on slave ships. So that was a long tradition that was thousands. There's a whip. Let me say this. The Washita Nation is a black Indian nation that's been around for five, that's been around for 8,000 years there in Louisiana. And they, they look like black people. But they all look in America. They real quick. But, um, um, and, and also the, the diabetes sickle cell thing. Diabetes is as a result of sugar, and that is as a result of eating um, too much, uh, um, whether it's um, white sugar, brown sugar, or, or eating white rice, which converts into sugar. Wheat, whether it's uh, uh, people say, oh, no wheat, no white bread, wheat bread. No wheat bread is all, all white bread is wheat bread bleached, and it still converts to sugar. 
We we are we are we we are heavily influenced by starch. That's why black people come have that situation. Black people live don't live as long, and I hate to offend people because we we are we are eating the food that white people put in front of us. We're not eating sun generated, sun secreted food like we should be, which is fruits and vegetables, nuts and beans, and and other things that are sun related that come out of the ground. You know, we're not doing that. We're eating. This should come out of a box, out of a bag. Mickey McDonald's checkers and shit. You know, they ain't eating right. We we're eating like white folk eat, and then. You know, it's like people from Asia come over here, they start eating, they think they start getting the same diseases, but before they're in Asia, they didn't get to those diseases. They started taking on this Western diet, which is kicking the black man and woman in the ass. Stroke, diabetes, hypertension, fibromyalgia, all that stuff is as a result, and also in breast cancer, a lot of people disagree with me. All that as a result is some of the stuff that we're ingesting and dealing with chemical, whether it's uh, uh, food ingested or whether it's some type of chemical we're ingesting or, or putting on our body or what have you. You know what I'm saying? That's affecting this, that, the, 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 whatever. So there's nothing to that. You know, it, 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 if something's wrong with us, something's wrong with everybody because it, all, all, all genetic bloodlines come from black people. Uh, this is one thing I thought it was crazy on top of the entire genetic statement because it's like, um, for real though, even if you want to get on a certain definition of it, I'm like, if you want to look at it in terms of quote unquote genetic makeup, it's very rare amongst people as a whole that a child is born with diabetes it happens but it's rare and to be there like well this apparently is just something that just happens to happen to negroes all the time like it never happens to anybody else is freaking stupid and then on top of that you're bringing up those two things and talking about well instead of being there like well but them chickens they sure make good food though it's like what like you can't even be comprehensibly racist in a bright way you know what I'm saying and she wasn't even racist. She was just being. She was just playing her nature, her nature, and that was a godless nature. That that just being a broad. adult woman, a, a, an adult woman in in a political situation would say something like that. She she is basically, you know, a, a reflection of where she comes from. And, and that reflection is pretty. And, and that's what tied into the stuff that we were talking about earlier with the past few studies, like. You, like, if you had somebody who relatively brought you up right and you weren't around that in different parts of society, you wouldn't even make a statement like that and think it's all good. Because, I mean, you mouthed off on that. And what makes it even, almost a little bit worse besides the fact of however people may feel on a moral or spiritual basis, it's like we're in the age where everything is recorded. You don't really get to hide a lot of your ignorant ass statements you say anymore. You know, you're you're a, you're a politician. Everything you say is put somewhere, even if it's like C-SPAN or something. That's how a lot of these stories come up when people are saying a bunch of crazy crap in these um legislative meetings and what have you. And you're sitting there like, so are black people poor because they eat fried chicken or are they poor because they eat bad food either way that's a pretty stupid damn statement because that's not all that is a part of economics and you're on a freaking economic opportunity poverty reduction task force you're not supposed to be talking crap about the people who are poor you're supposed to be helping out poor people because you can do an airlift of whole foods in the hood tomorrow but if them folks can't afford it the next day how is that going to help them 
I mean, you know, I, I can look at this chick and be like, she's stupid. It's quite feel like there are a lot of stupid politicians. The scary thing is people vote these dumbasses in office, though. <laughs> Some Enough of culture was looking at things that was like, this chick is going to be the best that's going to represent my interests. And that, to me, is more of the scary thing than these demagogues who are out and about in the rebel politics or radio like Russell Limbaugh and all of them. Somebody supports these people, otherwise they wouldn't be around. You know, nobody wouldn't probably know who the fuck Russell Limbaugh is if Claire Channel wasn't like, let me give you some money. To spit all this bullshit. Regardless of how many people feel it's offensive, because there's an agenda towards it. There's lots of ways to make money. And it's scary when somebody's like, hatred equals money. <laughs> Not unity, but hatred. You know what I mean? Like, Fox News makes money not because they got a wonderful journalistic team, but because they spit a whole bunch of craziness and people make money off of it. Partially due to people who are very comfortable staying in their little content bubbles of life, which usually contain having to look down on somebody. And partially due to the fact the status quo works for a lot of people. They don't want it to change. It might not really change too much for some people. But the idea of, well, dang, if everybody got along on a relatively high percentage, then maybe, you know, my channel will disappear. Maybe these sponsors won't make a certain amount of money. Maybe they learn that eating processed food all the damn time, not as an occasional snack or something, but all the time might screw with people. It's going to affect our bottom line. That's right. You know, maybe some of the folks who are who are hustling on all sides of the political fence. Because I'll be real, there's hustlers on the multiple sides of the political fences. If everybody starts getting along, then they can't talk a whole bunch of junk and make money talking about the problems of A, B, and C culture. And, you know, it goes on and on and on, because I'm about to wrap this up. I'm going to be brief. But um, through my lifetime, I've dealt with hustlers who have been street people or stereotypical street people. And I've dealt with hustlers who said they're all about black revolution. Right. The key frame is they were hustlers, though. Because I've dealt with great people on multiple sides, too. So, you know, it it, it gets complicated and it gets, gets, gets bugged out. Only thing that's good about this particular story is that, you know, people in the legislative session on down pretty much call that chick the hell out. And of course, you know, which makes me believe in white privilege even more, because white political privilege is funny, because when you just do that, well, I wasn't meant to, I wasn't trying to insult nobody or do A, B, C, D, or E. You're just supposed to accept it. Like, I'm a black American woman. White privilege must be wonderful. Like, they have white privilege for one day. <laughs> well, rich people, white privilege. <laughs> and just to be able to say all the dumb fish I want to and do all the dumb things and be there, like, y'all just got to take it, though. <laughs> like I said, I'm sorry, even though I don't mean it. It's, it's, it's like the San Francisco mayor cat, where he was—he's getting like I think they said that's about 20 women so far have said he's been—they've harassed, he got to harass, harass them, and more. Where he just told me that like, well, I'm saying though, I—I I, I went to, which is amazing to me, which is another thing about rich white people too. Rehab is supposed to be like a cleansing of your sins. I went to rehab for about two weeks. Why don't y'all get over it? Or matter of fact, if I want, if y'all want me to resign, which he ended up having to resign anyway, I need concessions. You need you need concessions for screwing up on your own job. Can I go to my job and do that? No. 
My black ass be on unemployment fast as hell. Like, I did a bunch of crazy crap, but you need to pay me to get out of my position, though. But I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, man. Pretty good talk on some things. We'll get into some other stuff um, later on. Um, probably by next week, we'll do um, our viewpoint on the movie The Butler, because it's getting um, varied reviews so far. And I know the original story when it was published in the Post a few years ago was interesting, so I'm curious to see how Forrest Whitaker and all of them handle it. And we've had a few folks ask our feedback about it, so we'll see how it goes since it just got released this week of recording. But, um, yeah, anyway, let's all go ahead and um, get into the music mix. This is the Fuse Box Radio Broadcast. Yes, yes. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, across the whole wide world galaxy and solar system, Fusebox Radio about to get in them. Of course, we got the music in the rhythm. Of course, the beautiful DJ Fusion. And I, of course, Johnny Anunnaki. And of course, Shabaka Stone, Assault Raw, Black Hawk. DJ Fusion, I about to blast off, launch, check us out. Same funk time, same funk channel. We love we love you all and we want to get at you. Divine, divine, divine child, divine woman about to get in there. Love, peace. Everywhere. All right, no doubt, no doubt. 21st Century Black Radio for the masses. Playlist not infected by payola. Good thoughts, good vibes, and good commentary. Whereas always, as we say, you don't got to love and agree with anything that we say, and that's cool, fine, and dandy. But if we spark some train of thought in your mind, it's all good. We're just two average black folks here in the states, letting out how we feel and giving some grooves that we hope that you, you know, are into and feel as well. So let's get into. Fusebox Radio, DJ Fusion, Saw Ra, about to get into it. Peace. Peace. Boom. You're now listening to Fusebox Radio, DJ Fusion. Take a stick of dynamite and put that to my mouth, light it up, then I blast off like out, I'll be off into another world, got no time to be strapped to a freaking girl, Flintstones I pop, let them piss off on top of my lizard tongue, smack a dunk for dessert, I hung, took the light break of dawn, six packs with the nuts need to make up, I wanna get wrapped in the sheet so I can sleep or sleep or mumble when I sleep or when I freak, I speak talk, get married to Joanna, tip for my oink, always on point to bum rush my joint, see the party can't last with the so I put some yellow liquid and a dark on the menu. One, two, the like one, two. My vision's hazy. Don't test me now. This paper has me crazy. Hey, yo, you be bugging off the styles. I be freaking dusted. Keep you in the days when I'm speaking. It's the start of the butter, but if you want to make it milky. A 20 bag of chocolate and a blunt is your with me. Blowing smoke like a dragon. My mouth is dry and my eyes are sagging. So I flew because I felt I could do it. Do a dog, 40 ounce and fluid. It keeps the funk in rotation, sluggish and moving slow. 
take a hit and act like you know. Now I'm open for business, call a hun with the quickness to get some physical fitness on. Hitting that all night long, intoxicated demons in the house are yeah. gone. It's like a blast to my brain when I trip. Those lights and the sights at night make me flip. And then I wanna slip to the magic kingdom. Turn riches in the stable. Cause I can make a movie with a sis or a buddy. And I'ma eat the cake no matter if it's chubby. Run up a line double time, I'm ready. And I'ma get your gas chick like my name was Yes. <laughs> Pass it around the crowd when the music's loud. I can't talk. You don't wanna see me walk. Straight line till I failed in front of the park office. I don't know what's going on. I fell upside down like the far side song. Buzzing me when I'm through it. Puffing and swimming in Have a 
matter with you it's Don't let these against get you Hit you, miss you, dish you Make you feel unofficial right. People come with issues What you learning from? Long as you happy, that ain't concerning us It's hot in here, you burning up You need to bring the temperature down A broken heart is just a wound You carry with it in style uh, Mama knows she living for now Are you kidding? I grab her hand and then I twist her around We do the sauce and it's If she laughing, I'm wildin' I can't dance I just like to see my lady smiling Falling asleep and I be too in advance Some motivation for when you wake up and do it again I hope you know You're now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion Been outside in the war Hit the corner store for new ports and poster Hustle dummy rock the crummy block Cause the people wanted more and they fiended for that good stuff What they got was some bread with the crust tore off Wetted, microwave, baggy sealed shut Bet I bounce with your loot tucked away in my shoe We'll be back again tomorrow, that's the science up The education and poverty breeds trouble They had children, nobody's trying to raise them So the route passed dark when the street lamps on Looking for some crumbs to go and scrape up Petty crimes for getting dimes Always seem to be in some type of ill situation But when the guns go off Be it up to cops Another one's lost, gone, life wasted Yes, yes, y'all, got a lot up on my chest, bless, bless, y'all, I can feel the city breathing, the new moon roll high in the crown of the metropolis, shining like who on top of this, nobody stopping this, too much velocity and mind power, to be slaving by the hour, running around the same dollar, and it makes no sense, how many times you heard this bar, how many drinks drank at that bar, seven days a week, 24 hours a day, 60 minutes in an hour, what's the science, what's the math, Moses had a staff, and he parted the Seeds, but they got a sad staff selling trash at Mickey D's. Is this why fathers plant seeds and mothers grow trees? My uncle tells me keep a couple decks under my sleeve. Cause if you don't, someone will and that you best believe. Science of the city and the city can't sleep. The city can't eat. Survival ain't cheap. City blocks are always steep and city lights don't help you see. But knowledge reigns supreme, yo. The true philosophy, it ain't about a salary. It's all about reality. Open Apple and that's a new page. Can't gauge the rage cause the flavor great age. To the grave, they slave to the pave. I shine like glow sticks at a rave without tossing cash. This or that away. Another cafe, they another raw platter made health conscious because we rhyme. If they come with more poisons, they only get stronger. My fear, my only courage, my hope, my hunger, my understanding. Demanding, I lend a hand when my fam and friends and jams, hammers jamming. Uncle Sam and them megaphone ramming. They planning and ramming, blaming. We all know how that circumstance and change filter on. I'm like I'm Instagram and sound check stage wreck for they bring the fans in. Fans in. Signs of the city, y'all. Signs of the city, That's the signs of the city, y'all. Signs of the city, y'all. See the signs, it's a pity, y'all. Signs of the city, That's the signs of the city, y'all. Signs of the city, y'all. See the signs, it's a pity, y'all. Signs of the city, y'all. That's the signs of the city, y'all. Signs of the city, y'all. See the signs, it's a pity, y'all. Signs of the city, y'all. That's the signs of the city, y'all. Signs of the city, y'all. See the signs, it's a pity, y'all. Signs of the city, y'all. That's the signs of the city, y'all. Signs of the city, y'all. That's the signs of the city, y'all. Signs of the city, y'all. That's the signs of the city. You are now listening to Fusebox Radio. I've been saved by what they call your slumber. Now your eyes, while you're waking up to me. 
Trying to find my place in the scene In the days of Ford, sell tees and baggy jeans I recite my poems Knowing I was in tune with the flow And takes a minute for them to see where you're going Now I'm coming on a come up They're telling me going And it sounds like this And it sounds like this uh, I don't need the props now nah, You can keep your fist bump Sleeping on the kid, I woke you up with that kick punch Ain't a situation, chump Go somewhere and fist pump Work so hard, not so far I ain't even switched up I remain the ignorant, belligerent Militant, intelligent Entity that is rich, ain't no thriller shit When I open like CBS Sugar wasn't tripping, CBS Haters really wanna catch a boy slipping Or sleeping
now listening to Fusebox Radio DJ Fuse. Passport, bus pass, plane ticket, first class, long walks, far runs, bike rides, make love, make love, make love, sunset, moonlight, fresh air, feels nice. Two of us, one mind, lead a Mac at home, and the phone too, let me hold you, and show you, and give you all my attention babe, attention babe, attention babe, attention babe, call your friends tomorrow, shut the world out, you my girl now, my girl wow, full body rubs, from head to toe, to your left below, skin glow, let's get away, get away, get away, get away.
my mind every day. Me answer when you found me. That love you really not found one Tell you me now, let me side. No, 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 never stay. What else you want from me? Don't 
in my locks and the DJ spinning on the hat. We don't care if you're drunk, sip some of that, that tongue in a Trinidad, a Jamaica, Las Vegas, a Ribiza. We just party hard, party hard, party hard. Yeah, you know we drink all day, dance all night. We don't stop playing, but that's alright. We jamming in stereo, stereo, stereo. Vibe and be cool and relax, cool and relax, cool and relax, cool and relax. Yeah. Sun and cross and rock, don't leave my glass. Listen, y'all. Tuesday on the rocks, 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 Tuesday on the rocks, 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 Hot girl sitting down twisting my locks, 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 Listening to Fusebox Radio DJ Fuse. <laughs> Listen, y'all. Yeah. Dedicating this to young female, I'm sure men no harm. Asked me what I did, I told her I was a musician. She said, What kind of music you make? I said, I make hip hop music. She said, Oh, you mean you're a rapper? Next interview, I asked how long I've been in the game. Afterwards, gonna have to walk with a cane. I'm not on that plane. People ask why I ain't walking this way. Nowadays, I just be walking away. I'm not trying to waste. And instead trying to explain how I'm different from other rappers far as they trace. Like there could ever be a logical answer other than the music we make. And when I'm dead and gone, my music will remain. We are not in a race. I don't hold a conventional view. I'm not concerned with being the best or being better than you. I'm concerned with being better than me. At the highest levels, that's the only better with even trying to be. This is the protest that the vultures evoke. As a spokesman for the culture, that's considered a joke. This ain't show, but son, I shoulder the load. Take a gander at the winners, find the glamour and the glitter that's shown. I'm a musician. The sound listen. Different. This is. I'm a musician. Now listen. People ask I come I read out a book Like I'm the herb to be concerned with how uncommon it look I don't even take the time out to speak I already know nobody cares if that's the verse I wrote to the beat And now I do too many features Please don't start How can an artist make too much art? I know that y'all do not mean harm But it's hard I never get the chance to walk the line Cause all of y'all walk hard Cause of the cost, my shit is not on par Forefront of an art form that is not going far I guess that that's the price of being avant-garde 16 bars, 3 verses long That's the output of a Beatles album in one song No disrespect to Bob Dylan But show respect for Matt Villain I'm a musician Cause you don't listen 
The thriller versus overbeated. It goes beyond a realm of inconvenience into the realm of hidden genius. Musicians be amongst the greatest in the world, but caught up in the game that's being degraded by the world. Even though it's imitated by the world, don't ask me why I'm jaded by the world. Disagreeing with all the human beings, compass with this only being for boys and girls. This is eternal. A musician. Let's sound listen. Mazda, ragged with the Contra, Phantom of the Opera, and I'm standing on a cop's truck, stacking for the long run, and bags packed, roadside with the thumb out, toe tag, don't gag, spit your gum out, nomad and chrome grabbing when it's danger, I'm a major born puppy, holding flight like a hanger dude, knife to the trachea, spit, scabies and bet, the label don't like me, but they paid me a grip, and you see how his day going by the state of his wrist, got to get busy play doing, bet the bank Came swinging like, what the fuck you saying? All that ain't made a miss. Like, I'ma go for the freckles off your shit. I'ma fuck who's off your face, bitch. We can do this all night. I'ma fuck the freckles off your face, bitch. Know me, drugs out front the telly. I'm couch drunk, ready to go. Calfetti and bucks, pack ladders that slap cross the belly. What's up? Fucking up, what's up? I'm at the deli, scheming on a Fanta and a camel crust. Screaming, saddle up, I'm up this beat. Get your cattle cut. Pansy, if the fans only local, why them flights transatlantic up the rice and the patties cook? Nice for the chance, little teeth with the goals bright. The light switches mad at us. Snapchat and panty clad baddies, I'm a bachelor. I'm high and polite, cause polite isn't back of us, right? With the same hand I smack them up with. Stretching out the 15 I had initially. Icky thumb, sticky cush, lit up in a riddle Jeep. Listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion.
now listening to Fusebox Radio. Yo, Dell, you gotta tell them. You gotta tell them. Tony Atlas, Gatlas spin, rotate on access. Ain't no way of capture. Ain't no rainbow black slips. Ain't no day glow captures. Fuego halo has it. Exclamations expedite. Pesky came in. Dame suggests we save them. Aim and process they navel. Gray area the day dull. Same old whoop de doo. Confuses prove humans are obsolete. Y'all to beat. How I start to teeth. Pumping on beat. On three. On the cold minus start to my final author. Reviews the fought for. Thoughts are irregular. Every word part of a web. Each fiber. A lot of misled, twisted fantasies, just cannot breathe, and arguably through the streets. Armageddon, starve you beggars, carve their heads like an artist, fetish, fetish, fetish. Give me that good stuff, give it to me, give it to me now. I want it, give me that good stuff, give it to me, give it to me now. I want it, give me that good stuff, give it to me, give it to me now. I want it, give me that good stuff, give it to me, give it to me now. Breaking them down, Allison never scored. That touchdowns, leave the clowns to Wonderland. They trust the fans, the garbage cans try to sound fast. Kids, what the heck? Y'all do that, do that, pull that, pull that, cool crap. After raps, I go listen to much of blood crash. That's right, that's right. Fifth right. right. urine, hey, what you doing? Head pop, what's me? Girl stars, us me. My balls are set, the burger at the swap me. Swing, 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 if it's wanna swap key. I'm so cocky, 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 cocky. That's right, come home, me. They just wanna side. Playing a ride, dipping aside, dipping it out, dipping it in, dipping it four, dipping it fifth, dipping it six, dipping it seven, dipping it eight, dipping it nine. I'm out of here, changing gears. Give it to me, give it to me now. Give it to me, give it to me Epidermis harder, clock king champion punk is my answer. I'm handsome and I cycle and cheat like I was lancing in both forms strong. My nickname being grim, I'm the finger magic. Four whole king Kong, perimeter around me, they keep coming to bound me. Outbound them, ultimate fight, and I will gown them, skirt them. Showing MCs, I'm pimp certified, alert them. Backhand, palm along, learn sign from the motion coup, keep the bell drawn. Misinform the judge and tell the preacher that a son won't last. The baptism with all the man here, I'm out. Listen on cotton, it comes motion. They get quiet and fled, you about to learn this dub's wound cry. Lions will eat him, you smell nervous. Run from poachers, motion and they'll front. Won't feed them vacation, not involved with the time. Who keeps waiting on us with a long, 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 long,
They don't pay me to talk diamonds So I reflect on other ways of shining I put time in the safety deposit box And let it sit next to the Cuban and Rolex watch I split a Cuban and fill it with the greenest pot Then plot on other ways to get my money up Cause, cause I turn anybody to a loyal customer off the words that I utter to you It's simple when you come from suing The world fed you manure And blocks change more than Cuba Life's not to be humored or played like a game I came for the money and not for the fame You can clear my name and clear my face I just wanna f- sink off in this leather tank Puff the J and levitate While my tins earthquake I'm from the aviation birthplace So I'm known to talk spaceships Chevys with the chrome face Riding by this cold lake Slower than the snowflake Falling on the grass blade To dissolve away in the blink of an eye I just wanna be somewhere far I'm always looking for that place Where I can shine like a star Alone like the north one Away from the dipper See I differ in my rise I like to be alone when I ride You can follow me home But just watch from a distance when I shine You can see it from a distance when I shine you are now listening to Fusebox Radio. I'm the leader of the flock, Fleetwood drop Sixes on the feet, six switches, make it hot Pull up in the lot, park it sideways Hop out in my 5Js, blasting backstabbers by the OJs I know these is against intentions, they be hating, it's just they ways Waiting to catch me slipping in cop trays, I don't pay it no mind I just bring them some shine, while I'm freeing my mind I told you time and time again, I like to ride when I be in a state of mind when I can find a word for my pen Sunk in these seats, I get inspiration from the streets Observe through the tents and paint a picture on these beats Of everything I see around me My life in this glass house A full cup and a half ounce Helps reel off the teller, the tape And those that can't relate, at least you feel in this bass
The obnoxious and joyously cynical Newark, New Jersey mayor and soon-to-be U.S. senator perfected the role of stealth black corporatist Democratic politician years before Barack Obama was elected to national office, although he's eight years younger than Obama. If anything, Booker has more friends in high right-wing places at this stage in his career than did Barack Obama when he was running for the U.S. Senate from Illinois 10 years ago. Obama came out gradually as a servant of the corporate class. Booker has always been a psychophant of the rich and devotee of their most reactionary causes. While Barack Obama waited until he was president to fully display his school privatization colors, Cory Booker began his public career as an operative in the corporate-funded private school vouchers game. At the age of 33, and with only one term as a city councilman under his belt, Booker used his rich contacts in right-wing, mainly Republican circles, to vastly outspend and almost defeat the most powerful black politician in New Jersey, Newark Mayor Sharp James. Four years later, in 2006, after a very large Republican U.S. attorney and now Governor Chris Christie had put James on the path to prison, 
Cory Booker walked into City Hall with an army of Wall Street and Silicon Valley billionaires behind him. Once he steps into the U.S. Senate to serve out the remainder of the late Frank Lautenberg's term, Booker will immediately start running for president, staking out a position to the right of the current occupant and of Obama's likely successor, Hillary Clinton. In the last presidential race, Booker infuriated the Obama camp by coming to the defense of Bain Capital, the Wall Street investment firm where Mitt Romney made his fortune. Booker said it was nauseating to see all those good people in high finance held up to scorn in an election campaign. Nobody can say that Cory Booker doesn't take care of his friends in the 1%. They certainly take care of him. They have bankrolled all of his electoral efforts and most recently allowed Booker to spend almost three times as much as his top Democratic senatorial opponents combined. Facebook billionaire Mark Zuckerman's $100 million gift to the Newark Public Schools made Booker look like an urban miracle worker. Although the transaction was actually more like Booker presenting the schools as a gift to Zuckerman and his privatizing friends. Other Silicon Valley fat cats set Booker up as head of a startup internet company that made Booker a millionaire, at least on paper. Now that Booker is going to Washington, the startup is going down the tubes. But there are plenty more self-serving deals to be made on Capitol Hill. In the recent campaign, Booker sounded positively like an old-style Republican, bad-mouthing Washington in every other sentence. The filthy rich have cultivated a true believer in Cory Booker, the still young man from the suburbs of New Jersey. As I wrote in the inaugural issue of The Black Commentator back in April of 2002, at his age, Corey will be a blight on the political scene even longer than the rest of the four C's, meaning colored conservatives counting cash. I was referring to Condoleezza Rice, Clarence Thomas, and Colin Powell. He's likely to be around even longer than his fellow black stealth corporatist, Barack Obama. For Black Agenda Radio, I'm Glenn Ford. On the web, go to blackagendareport.com. You are now, are now, are now tuned in to the Fuse Box Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. You're as good as they say you are. Syndicated worldwide to bring real black radio back to the masses. Cinnamon, freckle-faced Dominican, glittering glaze, tranquilized, charging my adrenaline. Sidewalk, fair in the air, stretching the shutters, fair, savvy sugar hills. Eldorado nightmares, croaking off the kryptonite, choking on the crystal light, keep a concealed pistol. Hitting the disciple spike, cycle back to my 
circle right now, we counting Jackson's. Cream of Vera Provolone, Picotti won't action. 80 blocks, we burning and bacon bigger. And British walking with the BBD burgundy zippers. With a night in gales, with a pink champagne. She on pink cashmere with the pink gazelles. Take the Pony Express here, cross the graffiti bridge, a taste of the Yanks glare. Lawn chairs unfold, test jumpers on milk crates. Suckers rip the zenith box, then rock clock block boxes. A quarter, get your scales, he top. Quarter chicken fried hard to the pilon ditty. Brown shoes on the windowsill, then watch Cosby and Camille on the peacock hat tail. Turnstile hurdlers, burglars, Gucci visors, pull low, low, and so they catch you by surprise. 80 blocks and Tiffany's, what an epiphany. High off the symphony, with sway the sunny cheek. Glitter in the gold as the story unfolds. Turn it up, cause we ready for show, so let's go. 80 blocks and Tiffany's, what an epiphany. High off the symphony, with sway the sunny cheek. Glitter in the gold as the story unfolds. Turn it up, cause we ready for show, so let's go, 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 go. Okay, we out, we out. Peace. But as I touch up the selection, coming in your direction, right, right. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now witnessing the video. I would stand there and whisper memories of my children's future. I would let their future dwell in my past so that I might live a brighter now. Now is the essence of my domain and it contains all that was and will be. And I am as I was and will be because I am and always will be that nigga. I am that nigga. I am that nigga. I am that timeless nigga that swings on pendulums like vines through minds of booby-trapped minds that are enslaved by time. 
I am the life that supersedes lifetimes I am. It was me with serpentine hair and a timeless stare that with a mortal glare turned mortal fear into stone time capsules. They still exist as the walking dead. As I do, the original sufferhead, symbol of life and matriarchy, severed head, Medusa. I am. I am that nigga. I am that nigga. I am that nigga. I am a negro, yes, negro. Negro from necro, meaning death. I overcame it, so they named me after it. And I be spitting at death from behind and putting kicking signs on his back because I am not the son of Shaklak Clack. I am before that. I am before. I am before, before. Before death is eternity. After death is eternity. There is no death. There's only eternity. And I be riding on the wings of eternity like, yeah, 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 Shaklak Clack. But my flight doesn't go undisturbed Because time makes dreams defer And all of my time fears are turning my days into daymares And I live daymares, be living nightmares And once haunted my past Should clack clack time is beating my ass And I be having dreams of chocolate covered watermelons Filled with fried chickens like pinatas With little pig and any sons and daughters Standing up under them with big sticks and aluminum foil Hitting them trying to catch pieces of all the fried chicken wings And Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben are standing in the corners with rifles Pulling at the heads of the little children Don't shoot the children, I shout Don't shoot the children, but they say it's too late They've already been infected by time But this shit is before my time, I need more time I need more time, but it's too late They start shooting at the children and killing them One by one, two by two, three by three, four by four, five by five, six by six But my spirit is growing seven by seven Faster than the speed of light Because light only penetrates the darkness that's already there And I'm already there I'm here at the end of the road, which is the beginning of the road beyond time But where my niggas at? Oh shit. oh shit, don't tell me my niggas got lost in time My niggas are dying before their time My niggas right are serving unjust time radio. My niggas are dying because of time I
now behind my bush there's only room for two Jimmy and Jane, that's me and you Then we it right to the morning light A little moaning groan after some fuss and fight Jungle love is all that I'm giving Jungle life is all that I'm living Girl, I'ma do you the best I can Let you know I'm your jungle man You can't front it off, you know it's gonna get ya I'm doing this with live from Africa Aw, oh, baby, I'ma get ya I want to be your hero, I want to be your man I want to love you every moment I can I want to take you back to the motherland And listen to the sounds of a steel drum band Climb up a tree, just you and me Cause that's the way that I want it to be Feel the breeze, put your mind at ease See the pretty birds and the chimpanzees After that we'd step down to my hut And together we'd split up a coconut mm. Watch the sunset, watch the moon rise And then I proceed to make it nature rise Behind the bush, baby Oh yeah, I hear you, bro Uh-huh Yeah, you showing all the romance to it Yeah That's the jungle way Uh-huh that's I'll be your caveman, I'll be your brave man But most of all, I'll be your gentleman Your magic man, Alakazam I put a spell on you that you cannot stand You'll sweat and want your inner soul torn You to do what you want to do And that's to take me behind the bush and do me, baby That's what I'm talking about Oh yeah Sweet Daddy, what's up, man? What's up, brother? Where you going, Sweet Daddy? Going to my bush, boy that is that big. Ah, uh, he got yeah. somebody behind that bush waiting for him. Know that. Thank you. 
I think the name was Cheerios She walked like she was jumping a hurdle I was happy as a kid to just some mutant ninja turtles A guy walked over, said your earring's cute I said I'm wearing an earring, but it ain't no fruit loop Me and Frosted went to get a drink But she ordered something bugged and I ain't know what to think She ordered potassium and calcium Carbohydrate, scotch with sodium She took me to a crib, threw me on the couch I woke up the next morning with a spoon in my mouth She's milky, cereal, baby, milky, cereal, milky, cereal, baby, milky Cereal, milky, cereal, baby, milky, cereal, 
was turning tricks to get a cuckoo puff. Her mind was gone, but she turned me on. In fact, she was wearing an Applejack hat with a full-length fox and some pink bobby socks. Her father had a greedy disease, fried chicken pox. We called him Hungry Jack. He talked like Poxin and he dressed like the Mac. He invited me out to lunch with an old army buddy at his Captain Crunch. The waiter said, Jack, what would you like today? He said, I don't know, this make it special, okay? He said, cool, came back with the order. Just when I said, hey, yo, Jack, I like your daughter. He said, Pebble, boy, are you crazy? I said, nah, I want to ride in a Mercedes. She could sing while I'm swinging my thing, because the burger tastes better than Burger King. He said, go party. So mingling, you and my daughter, your brain must be jingling. I said it's smooth, no disrespect. She signed a prenup so she don't get half of my wheat check. Then we walked down the aisle. Our honeymoon was milky, cereal style. You know what I'm saying? Cereal, baby, milky, cereal, milky, cereal, baby, milky, cereal, milky, cereal, baby, milky, cereal, milky, cereal, baby, milky, cereal, milky. Hey, we're gonna do a song that you never heard before.
need to feel this I got something to tell you, come here real quick I done dirt in the past, I know the love hurts I come for you, but my lady gotta come first I can tell by your hesitation, there's trust issue You get excited, ignited, highly combustible You on a higher vibration, that's why I up with you Let me provide you, be comfortable as a hugster Your whole style is colder than Minnesota I left your profile the way you look over shoulders Here you go. At the crib, I'm hoping you come over We can do it like common and merry and come closer We can do it like Barack and Michelle, give me a fist bump Black magical, act radical with the fist up Do it till we rockin' the bells, you like hip hop Promise you I'm not gonna tell, we keep our lips locked Right here on the Fuse Box Radio. Gotta ride that floor. Every pocket's light. I got more dough. So baby, get ready. We got to go. Wanna show you all. 
culture jokes that we something like Razorbacks Talk about us quietly Your rich social quarters About our fertile land And our own lush quarters And they really shouldn't embrace us Cause they know we got the science But the bottom line is They don't want the brown alliance They'd rather get our secrets And they don't believe us Treat us, take our color And our culture from the foul way They breed us They are such a fucking leaders With no intention to free us And if you believe in love Then imagine what the key is The sentiment for me is Simply Never done, and when I fight, don't need a gun. 
Why I'm so cool I can freeze the heart of the sun The original day tripper Looking for a fight Hipper than the Big Dipper Mission Make the whole wide world right Just ask Uncle Sam Who really brought the peace to Vietnam He'll say right away The Earth Taker The Earthquaker Code name Peacemaker as the world and older than the flow of human blood in human veins. My soul has grown deep like the rivers. I bathed in the Euphrates when dawns were young. I built my hut near the Congo and it lulled me to sleep. I looked upon the Nile and raised the pyramids above it. I heard the singing of the Mississippi when Abe Lincoln went down to New Orleans. And I've seen its muddy bosom turn all golden to sunset. I've known rivers, ancient dusty rivers. My soul has grown deep like the rivers. Dr. Jones? 
Surely you don't think you can escape from this island? It depends on how reasonable we're all willing to be. All I want is the girl. Yes, blow it up! Go it back to God. All your life has been spent in pursuit of archaeological relics. Inside the ark are treasures beyond your wildest aspirations. You want to see it open as well as I. Indiana, we are simply passing through history. This, this is history. Do as you will. Through all its darkness, grope and find within its deadened heart to sing these songs of sorrow, love and faith and hope. How did it catch that subtle undertone, that note in music heard not with the ears? How sound the elusive reed so seldom blown, which stirs the soul or melts the heart to tears? There is a wide, wide wonder in it all, that from degraded rest and servile toil, the fiery spirit of the seer should call these simple children of the sun and soil. O black slave singers, gone, forgot, unfamed, you, you alone, of all the long, long line of those who've sung untaught, unknown, unnamed, have stretched out upward, seeking the divine.
think you'll agree, it's dynamite. That's all the time we have tonight. Join us next time. Good night.